Grant, O Lord, that thy word only may be spoken and thy word only may be received. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Welcome, everyone, on what must be one of the busiest weekends in Laurel. It's great to have you all here this morning. This morning, um, as you all visit and are here, it's Good Shepherd Sunday, which is, happens every fourth Sunday in Easter. It's the Sunday we read Psalm 23 and we hear the Gospel of John. I am the Good Shepherd. Good Shepherd Sunday. And since it happens every year, as you go through your ministry, the more years you preach, the more years you sort of begin to run out of ideas about the Good Shepherd and who he is and some new angle on the Good Shepherd. Um, and so I was sort of fretting with that this week um, and reading over the, the lessons for this morning. And I came across Psalm 23, which we sung beautifully. Um, and it brought back a flood of memories for me, um, this psalm throughout my life. It's been a part of my life since my earliest memory as well. But my earliest memories of it are much different than the way I think about it today. When I heard it as a child, it was always at a funeral. I don't remember Good Shepherd Sunday as a child. Uh, but at funerals, it was always read or sung. And at the graveside, it was always said. And I remember all this because my mother, God love her, would always volunteer me to do every single funeral, to do, you know, everything at church I was volunteered for. So while some kids were let out of school to maybe go to the beach or to go to some exciting thing, a lot of times I was let out of fifth and sixth period to go to a funeral. And I remember that because there's a lot of sad people. When you're a kid, you don't really understand funerals in the way you might as an adult. But there were a lot of sad people and I didn't know anybody and I knew I had to stand there. And if you go to a graveside funeral, you'll know that it's never the perfect temperature at the graveside. It's either hot and the sun is blaring or it's cold and windy. So it's never a nice day out at the graveside. And so that was my first memories. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. When I got into high school, perhaps senior in high school, freshman in college, there was a myriad of war movies. I don't know why, but there was, seemed to be a lot of war movies coming out. And I remember one distinctly because it struck me in an odd way. It was a take, or it was a distortion, if you will, of Psalm 23. And one of the uh, military officers or war people uh, said, Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. Because I'm the baddest man in the valley. So it was not for thou art with me. Thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. I'm the baddest man in the valley. And that struck me because of my youth and remembering it at the funeral so often. And then seeing on TV, it was kind of heroic. It was more exciting. It had more adventure. More challenge than it seemed the psalm I'd grow up with listening to at funerals. And so it stuck with me and I, it sort of changed how I thought, I guess. I don't know, it'd be take a long time to sort of, a lot of therapy to figure that out. But I do remember in college and being a young adult, sort of striking out on my own, trying to be the baddest man in the valley, trying to be dependent on no one, trying to be self-sufficient, self-reliant. 
I remember my brief career in race, uh, mountain bike racing and in running and things like that. Uh, rugby, I remember working very hard and trying to be tougher than anyone else, trying to sort of take the world and make it my own. And so, in a lot of ways, that sort of distortion of Psalm 23 I heard in the war movie became a mantra. Although subconsciously I will give you. I will fear no evil, for thou art with me, thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. At some point in my young adult life, though, the I'm the baddest man in the valley began to wear thin and began to get holes in it. The valley became a very scary place. Now, growing up, I'd also thought of evil, or when you, when if I said the word evil, the first thing that probably comes to your mind is the sci-fi channel or the Amityville horror or some sort of terrible distortion of human life on, on a horror flick. But evil is correctly defined as the opposition to the true desires of an individual. So those things that stand in the way of our salvation and our greater good. Evil commonly defined as what ought not to exist. Death in itself is evil. So it's not so much the demons in the movies or something that's grandiose. Evil is the tragedies and the temptations and the storms we all face in our life. Evil is the stuff that truly scares us, that truly overwhelms us. Evil is the stuff that is very hard to go through. Evil is the stuff that truly tells you, you are not the baddest man in the valley. You are not self-sufficient. You are not self-reliant. You are not dependent on no one. When I start to lose, to learn that, holes began to grow in that mantra. Because childhood heroes die. Children become sick. Some of them die. People lose their jobs. People get sick. Financial troubles overwhelm. A myriad of things happen to us that humble us and make us realize just how insignificant we are. Just how out of control we truly are. Just how evil the valley truly is. The storms of life toss you about and throw you to the ground. At some point, I think it happens to, to many of us, Jesus becomes more than an idea you were taught as a child. Jesus becomes more than a moral compass. Jesus becomes someone more than something you were forced to go participate in. Jesus becomes real and true to you, a friend, a shepherd to you in ways you could have never dreamed of as a child. The depth of the relationship of Jesus and the idea of the good shepherd becomes very, very real to you when you, your eyes are opened and you see how grand and how evil the valley truly is. There is no way, at one point we all realize this, we can make it through the valley alone. We need a shepherd, a guide, someone who truly is the baddest man in the valley. We need someone. Evil exists. 
and its ultimate form is death. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death. The valley we must go through is our lives. We must have a shepherd. We cannot make it on our own. We must have someone to lead us, to guide us, to stave off the evil. And there's another thing when, you, when we think about Good Shepherd Sunday. Jesus says, I am the Good Shepherd. The Good Shepherd lays down his life for the sheep. There shall be one flock, one shepherd. There's something else we don't often think about, but the fold. The sheep is the church. It is impossible to make it alone to this valley of the shadow of death. When there is no fold, when there is no congregation, when there is no church. I never, never truly understood, and still don't really even as a priest, I never truly understood what it meant to the families and to those who came to the funerals that I left school at fifth and sixth period to be an acolyte, to come and pray for the dead, to come and mourn with the weary. I didn't get it and still don't truly get it, but I understand now the vast depth of it. I never understood what it meant when my mother dropped me off to mow the yards of shut-ins. I never understood what it meant when we went out of our way to take a chicken casserole to the bereaved. I never knew what it meant when my mother would drag me down to church to say morning prayer or to two church services on Sunday. I never knew the power of the church at prayer. And I never understood the power of the church in fellowship as a child, but I do now. I know now that the prayers of one shut-in can do mighty, mighty things, can do saving things can do great things in the spiritual valley of evil. The herd is essential. The church is essential. It is an extension of the shepherd. Father Bush, who joins us this morning, was talking about the shepherd and the sheepdog. The sheepdog is an extension of the shepherd. The sheepdog keeps everyone in line and protects them and guides them. They work together just as the church works with Jesus. It's an extension. There's no beginning and no end, really. There is safety here. There is strength here. There is brotherhood here. There is security here. There is salvation within these walls. Those who go alone are doomed to succumb to evil. Heroes die. The storms of life batter and beat you down. If you have no shepherd and no flock, it's a very difficult life that in the end gets you. So this morning, brothers and sisters, do not forget Good Shepherd Sunday. There is one flock and one shepherd. Whether you like it or not, we all must walk through the valley of the shadow of death. That is our lives. We all must face evil. That is our lives. But a life that through the great shepherd does not end in eternal death. A life that through the great shepherd, our Savior Jesus Christ does not end in suffering and loneliness. A life that through our great shepherd, Jesus Christ, is lived abundantly, even within the shadow of the valley of death. It's lived abundantly. Surely thy loving kindness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. One thing I want to be perfectly clear about, I've tested this, 
You are not the baddest person in the valley. You cannot make it through life on your own. You need the shepherd. You need the fold. You need the church. Take your part in the church. Pray for others. Help others. Guide others. Love others. We all need one another to make it. We all need one another to work with the good shepherd, our Savior, Christ. And this morning, brothers and sisters, above all else, let us give thanks for our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, the true shepherd of the flock. Let us give thanks for him who laid down his life that we may have life and have it abundantly. Let us give thanks that through him we will work together and we will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. We will know salvation from this point to eternity. We are not alone. The valley of the shadow of death is not our end. We have salvation in our Lord and Savior. We have salvation in the great shepherd. In the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit.